Uh, hello, welcome to the podcast for Screw Ups. This is Wally. Uh, today is Saturday, August the 27th. It is 9 o'clock in the evening. Um, <clears throat> today was the uh, poof day. Um, and uh, yeah, I can say I didn't have just one, uh, which uh, was neat. Um, there was more than, one, more than one and then less than 20. So there you go. Um, you know, things I do don't ever draw lots of people. Uh, and I was nervous that nobody was coming, and it went. It started going past 12, and I thought, maybe people won't come. <laughs> um, and, and I made such a big thing about poof. Um, but poof is a goof. You know, it's a. Uh, it's just a simple little game that I made up in the backyard. Um, we play it. Um, today was the most number of people that ever played at one time was today. Uh, and it's just because those guys jumped in and did it. And they liked it enough. I think basketball went way better. Uh, and the pizza. And then my family uh, made brownies. Um, somebody made brownies. Um, so um, they ate all the brownies. They ate almost all the pizzas. I made ten pizzas. Uh, five of them were uh, frozen. Um, and I should say I elevate frozen pizzas. I did burn one pretty good on the bottom. Uh, the, the thing got so hot. Um, and I should have cooled it off in between. Sorry, I'm giving you something to drink. Um, so live and learn, you know. I don't know when the next time is I'll make 10 pizzas. But, you know, I'm, uh, when I get something, I have to justify buying it. Even though I only spent $12 on the pizza thing, um, I'm just one of those people that, you know, has to be try to be frugal. Uh, but this day was not a frugal day. Um, and I, I say this, and it's probably dumb to say, but I give it away for free on the first one. <laughs> uh, yeah, the first one's free, always. So the first outing uh, that I do with people in scenarios where I'm a Sunday school teacher or I'm a teacher of some kind, uh, the first one's free. So I cover the cost. Um, so, you know, um, and I kept trying to make it better and trying to make it better and trying to make it better. And, like, you have to come to the place where it's good enough. Um, you can't drive yourself crazy trying to make something good. Um, when you do your best, that's enough. Uh, and, like, uh, my brother is even more, like, my brother wanted to make sure the carpet was on the uh, porch. Um, I was trying to think what else he tried to do. Uh, he, I mean, my brother was trying to help, but, I mean, he will push it even further than me. Um, and I, I just, uh, I know when to stop. Uh, and I knew when to stop this time. Uh, so it's kind of neat, you know, when something like that happens, uh, that you do a thing, and, like, it's 9, and I should be in bed, but I'm still pretty pumped from the day. Um, and it isn't that I wasn't ready for them to go per se. I wasn't in a big hurry for them to leave because they didn't stay till six. I put twelve to six. Twelve to three was plenty of time. Uh, we played two rounds of poof, and we played at least four basketball games. Um, and the basketball was fun. It was rough. It was um, guys the way guys are when they play basketball in the pool, uh, and it's just fun, man. Like a it's just neat. I, you know, it makes me wonder what Jesus was like when he was hanging out. Um, you know, 
the buy-in that he had with the disciples, you know, uh, like uh, that's one thing that something like a fun thing does for a Sunday school or a small group or um, discipleship group. Um, it um, it helps you get buy-in. You might say, well, why do you need buy-in? It's just a class. Well, yeah, but um, for me, it's like the same way I do my dad. I still call my dad because I'm still trying to give him a chance to get to know me. It's the same thing with these guys. I'm trying to give them a chance to get to know me, not just sitting there talking to them about God. I'm trying to do it, you know, playing around and goofing off. Um, it's the same thing. I mean... And I'm teaching them a lesson that they may not get, but time and place. There's a time and place for everything. Like today was the time to have fun and goof off and be silly. But then tomorrow we'll be right back talking about God, reading the scripture. Um, it's, there's a time and place for everything. There's a time and place for everything under the sun. Um, and, you know, I've been doing that whole thing like that for a long time. I mean, it's... It's so many years. I mean, since I was 19, I've been teaching some kind of class here and there. Um, you know, when I did small groups in Tuscaloosa, there wasn't never a way to do all that, but we did fun things, and we did service, and we did all kinds of things mixed in. Um, and in that class, in that scenario, I kept pushing people out to make more. Um, and here I won't try to do that. I'll try to hang with these guys for the whole year. In fact, I'm trying to be committed to that for the whole year. And the only caveat would be is if God called me somewhere else to go serve, which I just, I'm just being real honest with you. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, yes, the church called. Yes, I talked to them. Yes, I was thankful to get to talk to them. Yes, it messed me up. It messed me up on that Sunday night. I couldn't sleep um, because of it. Um, but it was because I was so um, excited that God may still want to use me in that way. Um, here's the thing. Uh, God used me today, and maybe not everybody gets it. And I know that lots of churches don't get me. They don't get what I have done in my life. And no resume can, like, make it say that stuff. Um, you know, you can't put down hanging out with students and it mean whatever it is happened today, which that's what I did. I hung out with students. But I'm telling you, I know enough about what I do that today meant something to those students. And, like, it could be one of those things that they talk about a long time in their life. I mean... There are still guys who talk about coming to my house and playing knee football in the living room. I had to get my mom to be somewhere else. Um, I was 19 or 20 doing Sunday school class. Um, and somebody was up on the roof. I think Jeffrey Lee and Jay and somebody else. I can't remember who else. Um, and you can, you know, whatever. They were watching the sun come up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And I had to yell at them to get off the roof because <laughs> uh, my roof was real bad. We didn't have, now we have a metal roof. Uh, so they probably could get up there. But you know, I don't want them to get up there. I don't want them to get on my roof. Uh, okay. So that's lots of uh, 
positive and good. Uh, I'm gonna recreate a little bit of something. Um, hope this this still works after I just press that I'm trying to only have 12 seconds left on the or 12 percent left on my iPad and I currently can only record on my iPad uh, Jesus again foretells his death this is uh, mark 9 I think mark 9 verse 30 through 32. They went on from there and passed through Galilee, and he did not want anyone to know, for he was teaching his disciples, saying to them, The Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men, and they will kill him. And when he is killed, after three days he will rise. But they did not understand the saying and were afraid to ask him. Um, no Peter this time, no Peter rebuke him, but they're afraid to ask him why. And he's foretelling what's going to happen. Um, here's the thing about people who foretell things. When they come true, you have to believe them. When they come true, you have to say they told the truth. Um, Jesus is a truth teller. I'm just being real honest with you. If he says he's going to do something, he does something. If he tells a demon to do something, the demon's going to do something. He's God. He's God in skin. Uh, he is everything. Uh, that's who he is. Um, so when he says, I'm going to die, and then I'm going to rise again on three days, you better believe it. Uh, but I get why they don't get it. Um, he talked about stuff that nobody's ever done before. Uh, and you know what's crazy is that uh, I, uh, tomorrow we talk about Elisha. And uh, Elisha is the second most number of miracles in the Bible. And some of the miracles echo what Jesus winds up doing later um, and you think well that's weird but here's the difference between Elisha and Jesus um, one has the power one is given the gift of being able to do the things the power dynamic is different it's great what Elijah do, does, but he does what God allows him to do. Jesus is God. He is powerful. He is a superhero on his own. When he spits on eyes, when he spits, rubs dirt, or touches eyes, or any of that, um, you know, he's where the power comes from. It's why he recognized it when it went out from him. When somebody touched the hem of his garment and was healed, he recognized it. Elisha doesn't have that kind of power. He needs God to give him the power. Um, and, you know, there's a big distinction there. Uh, I'm going to read a little more because um, it interested me. Uh, who is the greatest? And they came to him, came to Capernaum, which apparently Capernaum is the hometown of Jesus after he gets rejected from Nazareth. So when he goes out on a walk, he's coming back to Capernaum. That's basically what I was told by Greg Davis uh, in a sermon. Uh, so I'm going with it. I've never been to the Middle East. I've never been to the Holy Land. Um, probably not gonna. Uh, unless the Lord, you know, says go and then gives me the old moolah. Okay. And he, when he was in the house, he asked them, 
what were you discussing on the way? But they kept silent, for on the way they had argued with, with one another about who was the greatest. And he sat down and he called the twelve. And he said to them, if anyone would be first, he must, avert, he must be last of all and servant of all. And he took a child and he put them in the midst of them. And taking him in his arms, he said to him, whoever receives one such as a child in my name receives me. And whoever receives me receives not me, but him who sent me. Let me read that again. I apologize. Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. And whoever receives me receives not, but him who sent me. Whoever receives me receives not me, but him who sent me. Um, you know, uh, he's talking about how to come to him, come to him like a child. Um, you know, he doesn't turn away people. Now people turn away. Uh, in John 6, uh, he preaches that big thing and he says, eat of my flesh, drink of my blood. And then he says, do you want to go away? And most people leave that day. And then he turns to the 12 and he says, do you want to go away also? I mean, he's bold. You know, like, it's one of those days when there's like 5,000 people there or whatever. And he preaches a hard sermon. And he says, do you, you want to go away? And people walk away. And then he turns to the disciples. Bad day. You may want to like reel it in Jesus and not have a bad evangelistic day. Um, turns to them. All of them run away. One of them runs away so fast his clothes get snatched off of him. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, they can say John is really close to Jesus, but John turned away too. I mean, you know, we all would turn away in that scenario because he's something that we don't get. Uh, there's something about him that we don't get sometimes. Um, it's weird that they're arguing about who's the best. Um, who knows who's in, who's in that conversation. Um, so, you know, it comes it comes up a lot. Um, you know, how are you flying your gifts? How are you using what God's given you to do what you need to do in this earth? And look, I'm 53. It took me a long time to process that my role was to encourage people to Christ. I didn't have a system with that. I have more of a system now. And I think that's what the business of the ministry or whatever makes for my own ministry. It's just to keep me on track. And to, you know, to help me, I know one thing that I need help in is money, is managing money, um, not spending too much money, um, not going overboard. I need people who will say to me, Wally, you don't need to do that. And you don't need to give it away. Like today, I gave it away. Um, but that's what I wanted to do, you know? Um, like, uh, that's the way I believe it should be in the beginning. The next time, if we go to Top Golf or something, uh, I'll tell them how much it costs. <laughs> but here's the thing I'll go under. No, I won't. I'm going to try not to go under ever again. But I would go under to make things happen retreats, ministry, 
all that stuff. I always have. And I've tried to be more wise in that. I don't have to do that. It's a bad view of grace. It's a bad view of mercy. It's a bad view of God that he owns the grass on every hill and he needs me to go under. I just don't think so. That's just not, it's, it's a wise, unwise notion from me. Um, so, so I, you know, I have them sometimes. I mean, it's like the book. The book was two weeks worth of work for me to print it and to put it up online uh, in whatever form. That amount of money may not come back to me. I mean, you know, it's not a great deal of money, but it's a great deal of money to me. Um, I took a big swing. I take them sometimes all the time. Sometimes never. I don't. I don't take big swings. Um, and, you know, I feel better taking that big swing than to not take that big swing. Sorry, I'm trying to see where we're at. Oh, Jones is just 11%. Good. Um, I'm in the same place that I was this morning, sitting by the poof hole. The poof. In poof. Um, and, you know, it's today's just, this is just a reflection of today. And it's funny, you know, how easy it is to go from worry or uneasiness to content. That's what I am. I'm content with what how things happen today. And I'm thankful. You know, I'm thankful to God that he held off the rain. Uh, no rain today. Uh, I'm thankful to God that he brought people here. And I'm thankful that they had a good time. You know, it, it's a pretty simple day as far as, uh, you know, what you're trying to goals are or whatever. Have a good time. You know, and the whole time and place thing, man, I just believe in it. I believe in, you know, today me being silly and having fun and yelling and jumping up and down and all that stuff. I'm so for all that. But like tomorrow, I'll be ready to talk about God. I'll be ready to talk about Elisha. I'll be ready to talk about his, the relationship between him and Jesus that, that's in Scripture. Um, that you're like, huh, well, how about that? Um, I'll be ready for that, you know? Um, and it's kind of like the thing that I bought them a bunch of candy so they can have candy. Um, I'm for them. I want to do what I can for them. And I'm going to start a thing tomorrow um, just a way to give because um, uh, I love how they do in VBS, how they take up money for some kind of calls. So I found a cause. Uh, it's close to where I'm at. Um, I'm very excited about getting to do it. I've already got all my change out of my car and out of my car, out of my, uh, where my room is. The blue room. Um, I've already gotten all the silver out. I'm trying to save pennies because um, uh, there's a penny out there that's worth a whole lot of money that I've always looked for. So I haven't had a chance to go through all the pennies. I'll try to do that before I... But I gave all the silver, except for a dollar. I put one dollar back in my car, um, just in case I need it for parking or something like that. You know, and I'm going to offer it to the 
to the high school, to all the other students on that Wednesday uh, in a part of response. Uh, and nobody will have money. It, it's not. It's not like a. I just want to make them aware of what what they could give to, or you know that whole thing. Um, so uh, you can hear the crickets. Uh, it's nice out. Today was a nice day. The pool was about 82 to 80. Uh, it was pretty cool. Um, and then you get used to it, and then when you go under, it feels cold again. Uh, I'm actually thinking about getting in tonight before I go to sleep. Uh, it's going to be cold when I get in, but uh, I just want to walk around a little bit in the water uh, in the day that way. Um, so, I hope you're doing well. Yes, the dog next door was very loud. Yes, my next door neighbor turned 16. He's in 11th grade. I'm gonna try to send a note this week. My uh, Joey, it was Joey Hill's birthday today. Happy birthday, Joey. Um, uh, you know, thankful for you. Thankful you got to take some pool shots today. Uh, I hope the rest of your night was real formal and it was good. <laughs> uh, anyway. This is the end. Let me make sure it's time. This could be the end. This probably is the end. Let Wally look at the time to make sure we give you old 20 minutes. We have. The battery's going to die on us. Uh, this is the end of the podcast. Good day.